Oh yeah, we got tournament time. Oh y'all thought I <laughs> y'all thought I was about to forget that? Oh no. March is here. March Madness, the best sporting event known to mankind. And here we are. Let's go through the seedings. We got in the South bracket, Alabama is number one. The playing games are today. So today is uh, Tuesday, obviously, the day before my show comes out. So by tomorrow, we have what we call the rest day. And then Thursday is cracking. Uh, but we got the playing games between uh, Texas, Christian, and I don't even know the other school that they that. But that's the play. That's the number 16 seed. They're actually playing right now to see who's going to play against Alabama. We also got Maryland, number eight seed. Versus West Virginia, number nine seed. San Diego State is in the big it is in the big dance at number five. Play against number 12, Charleston. Virginia, number four. Playing against Furman, 13. Creighton. Creighton is always a low here at number six. Playing against North Carolina State. We got Baylor University at number three. Playing against UC Santa Barbara. That is, I am not that far from UC Santa Barbara. That, that's crazy. Well, it's not crazy that UC Santa Barbara is in there, but it's always good to see those smaller, those smaller university teams from Cali up in there. Uh, Missouri at number seven, playing against Utah State at 10. Uh, and then we got Arizona Bull, number two, at Princeton. That's crazy. In the East Bracket, and that East Bracket is cracking. In the East Bracket, we got per, number one Purdue. They waiting for the play-in game between, uh, uh, what is this, uh, Texas Southern, if I'm not mistaken, um, and some other school. Don't know. <laughs> number 16, I'm pretty sure. I don't, I'm not sure that if that's going to be uh, an upset. Purdue is cracking right now. Um, Memphis at number eight versus FAU at number nine. You already know about the eight and the nine seed. That shit can go either way. That's as even as it can get. Number five, Duke versus Oral Roberts. If there would be an upset, it would definitely be Oral Roberts versus Duke. Uh, Tennessee versus Louisiana, the Raging Canes. That's going to be a solid game. Number six, Kentucky versus Providence. Six versus 11. To me, that's like eight versus nine. That can go either way. Kansas State versus Montana State. Now, here we go. Friday night, we got Michigan State versus USC. Hell yeah, I hate USC. That is a good game, though. I would, if y'all want to consider that an upset that Michigan's, I mean, if uh, USC was to beat Michigan State, then so be it. But, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take Michigan State. Marquette, number two seed versus Vermont. Now we get to the Midwest. We get to the Midwest, and who we got in the Midwest bracket? Number one is Houston, obviously. North Kentucky. North Kentucky. Ew. All right. Iowa at number eight. They play against Auburn at number nine. Then you got Miami and Drake. So number five, uh, Miami versus number 12, Drake. Number four, Indiana versus 13, Kent State. Iowa State, number six at Mississippi or Pitt. That's a playing game. Then you got Xavier at number three. What what is Kennesaw State? Kennesaw State. Yo, I've I've seen his university, but never really talked much about him. Um, yeah, I don't know about that one. 
Texas A&M at number seven versus Penn State. Ten number Penn State. I said ten number. Number ten Penn State. Then we got number two Texas versus Colgate. Number 15. Now we're going to get to the cracking bracket, which is the West, West, West. Don't know how Kansas made the number one seed, but they got the number one seed against Howard University, a team that I actually get. Well, I never got to see Howard University play in person, but I visited Howard University some odd years ago. Um, I'm going for Howard, but I picked Kansas in my bracket. <laughs> number eight, Arkansas versus number nine, Illinois. I think I picked Illinois on that one. St. Mary's got to watch out for them versus VCU, which you also got to watch out for. UConn, number four, UConn versus Iona. I am going with UConn on that one. TCU is playing the play. Uh, well, TCU is awaiting the playing game um, against Nevada and who is that? Arizona State. I think they play. I think Arizona State or Nevada. I mean, I know Nevada is in there. And then we got Gonzaga at number three, Grand Canyon against the Grand Canyon University, number 14. I would love for that to be an upset, but obviously I took Zaga on that one. And I hate Zaga. Zaga's always, that's just a throwing up in UCLA's ass right now. Uh, and number seven, Northwestern versus Boise State. Again, that's seven versus 10. That six versus, that six versus 11 matchup is always iffy. And then, of course, you got this year's champion. And I'm crowning them. Even though we lost one of our premier defensive guards in Clark. Oh, that hurt right there. But we got the young Bailey. We got the young freshman out there showing out now. So with that injury, bless us with more offense. But that's going to hurt us on the defensive end. But number two, UCLA versus uh, UNC Ash. Who the hell is them? Anyway, the tournament is bracket. Starts this Thursday, Thursday and Friday. Uh, y'all already know what it is, man. It's the March of Madness, man. And 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 I'm here for it. I still have it as the top event, the, the top sporting event, that is. It's just nothing else like it. There's literally nothing else like it. You know what I mean? Um, it's one and done, you know, 64 teams, 64 slash 65 teams, and it's just... Play your heart out. All the records and shit, the records matter, right? Because the records matter for seeding purposes. But outside of that, you could wipe all your records away. Once those teams are set, once you earn a spot, you mean your record means nothing. I mean, it means, I mean, you get seated and you play who's in front of you, but all those teams are basically even at that point. And this year alone, not last year, not next year, not five years ago, not five years into the future because we don't know the answer. But this year alone has been one of the most wide open, like everybody is seated. You got your number one seeds, you got your number two, three, four, and five seeds. But let me tell you, those seedings really don't mean anything in this year's tournament. Everybody can get got. I said it here first. I will go as far as saying we might not even get any number one seeded teams in the championship. Mark my word. You know what I mean? Unless they do get on some, um, we really about to show y'all how it was done as a number one seed, but no, it's really wide open. Like the, the talent across the board in college basketball is, 
it's just crazy. You just don't have that type of talent anymore. Um, so I'm excited for that. I know y'all are too. I got to put my bracket in. Shout out to my boy, Greggy. He started the bracket. I got to finish my brackets all tonight. I will have tomorrow to get it done. Um, and you can actually, you can actually start even with the playing in games. Cause you can actually pick one of the, I did, you know what I'm saying? I had a bracket when UCLA, um, when UCLA made it to the, uh, had a play in game, they was, they was a playing in team, uh, not too long ago. And damn near would have been considered a Cinderella, but it's hard to call Cinderella. Uh, I mean, it's hard to call UCLA a Cinderella team based off of their history. And it's not like they missed a tournament for like uh, X amount of years. They just been, it's been a hit or miss. You know what I mean? Um, but they did have, they, they did have some down years and then they had a surprise year, which is when they played uh, Michigan. If I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, and it's bad being a UCLA fan, um, not remembering, I'm not sure if they play uh, Michigan State for the playing game or t- or they played the playing game to play Michigan State. And I think we beat Michigan State. Um, and that was considered an upset because Michigan, I mean, Michigan State is Michigan State. Tom Izzo is just Tom Izzo, bro. Um, but again, I'm excited for it. But we're here to talk NBA and NFL because my Lakers has been on a tear as of lately without Braun. Players have been stepping up. Austin Reeves, I know he changed his name, AR-15, to something else. Um, but AR-15 has been going off. Everybody has been playing phenomenal. Uh, with D-Russ coming back, man, let me tell you, that nigga is the X factor for us to win a championship if a championship is in reach. He will definitely be the X factor. He is what we needed. Um also, Malik Beasley, dog, like he's a wild card. I I, I love the way he plays as well. Uh, AD has stepped up. My feeling still hasn't changed this offseason. We're going to have to make a lot of changes, a lot of key changes. And I think one of those key changes is AD. Um, but that doesn't take away from the moment right now. AD is playing phenomenal. We lost to the Knicks, which was a hard fought battle. They just let. They let Randall get off early. And every time Randall plays the Lakers, he's going to go off because he doesn't feel like he should have been traded. Just like he feels like he should be the number one option in New York. And I've asked some New York fans, how do they feel about that? And it's it's a mixture. You know what I'm saying? Talking to multiple New York Knicks fans, now they're coming around. I guess because they're winning games. I know how this goes, though. You could win a lot of games and then go on the losing streak and then point your finger right back at the person that you really don't fuck with like that. And I know Julius Randle is one of those players they don't really fuck with. But because they're winning and he's hooping, they fucking with him. That's just a natural thing. Uh, but we did lose the game to the Knicks. That that kind of hurt. And then, you know what I'm saying? Because right now we could win. Uh, we can go on the two-game win streak and go from anywhere between the ninth or the 11th spot all the way to the sixth or the fifth spot. That's just how it is. Uh, so close. Um, I predict that we will get somewhere between – Six and eight, a six and eight spot, right? But we got to win some games. Bron looks like he's making a fast recovery. I don't want him to come back too fast. I think we're playing good. I think the chemistry is there, even though D. Russ just came back. But I think let this play out. I think I think if we have to bring him back, it'd be if it comes down to the last 
I don't know, maybe five to seven games to determine if we're going to get in or not, then you might want to bring them back. You know what I mean? Because it would be a total failure if we didn't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, just, let's just be honest with it. I know we just got this roster, but I think this roster is good enough to compete in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that we're going to win the championship. I'm not going to go to Laker way, but I'm just going to say I think this is it. I think this team is entertaining enough to participate in this year's playoffs. Why? Because I don't see a team in the West that I'm like, oh my God, we got to watch out for them. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. There's nobody, you know, when I look over there in the East, I got to get East some respect. I do see, all right, Boston has a great chance of going back to the finals. All right. Milwaukee is doing everything. Actually, I think, I think it just broke that Milwaukee is is better than the two top teams in the West or some shit like that. So, and then you got Philly who has been playing well, you know, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, the dark horses over there in the East is not bad, but I just got, I got a three-team race right now in the East. And then in the West, honestly, it's wide open. Even with Denver at the number one spot, I still have it wide open. We're talking about the playoffs, people. We're not talking about the regular season. Again, a team, and then you got Sacramento. Sacramento's going to be interesting because we're about to see them in the playoffs, and they ain't been to the playoffs since how long? You know what I mean? So, to, again, a lot of shit is a, a lot of shit is wide open. Cause let's just say Sacramento ain't 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 gonna bitch up and then beat one of the top seeded teams, or beat you know like if they if they get to the next round, then that's really shaking some shit up, you know. So we just got to see because the playoffs is a different animal. We all know this. Let's get to some Raider business. Darren Waller is no longer a Raider. He was just traded today to the New York Giants. I'm going to say this to my boy Dabo, and I totally forgot 12 Cal was a Giants fan. I'm going to say this. Um, good luck with that one. <laughs> good luck with that one. Uh, the rumor has came out, my boy Jay Oden said, yo, I think this was a personal trade, and then he sent me some things that made me believe, oh, this might be something personal. So the rumor was uh, Dan Waller was upset with the front office, not just not not the full front office, but mainly the head coach because he leaked some information about their wedding day, uh, and they wasn't at the at the time the couple wasn't you know leaking that type of information out, right? They was keeping it to themselves. They said it was by accident, but who knows? And honestly, I mean, it is their personal business, but uh, who cares? I didn't, I, you know, I, I'm not sure. That it's their personal business though. So it's not for me to say I don't care. It's just yeah, I didn't care if it was leaked or not. But that's their business. Um also a rumor that, you know, him and him and football is not much of a priority. So I'm not sure how much truth is to that. I don't care about that. I I'm actually cool with the trade for this reason, this reason only. Um he didn't stay on the field long enough for us. That's that's what it is. And I mean, we got a tight end Monroe that from LSU that I've always liked. And I was I was kind of upset that we didn't utilize both of them at the same time. That's killer, you know? Especially if we looking at the quote unquote Patriots way. I definitely well, I I got to exclude last year. And last year was Josh McDaniel's first year. So I can't really shit on him for that. Um but, you know, seeing how New England did run shit, they had two tight ends at the time, you know, 
and they ran that shit to perfection. Now, I'm not saying that we would adopt the same offense, but I'm saying that we had two tight ends that was somewhat similar to that type of caliber. You know what I mean? Now, Gronk is an all-time great. We're going to – I'll give you that. You know what I mean? And we know uh, Aaron Hernandez, what he did as well. And I'm not saying that Monroe and Waller would have did the same exact thing, but they're the same type of tight end slash receivers. Um, but Monroe is, is, is typically a better – like, he's a tight end tight end. Waller is a, you know, tight end slash receiver. He's going to go out there and catch the balls – deep balls, et cetera, go across the middle. Moreau can do uh, somewhat the same thing, better pass blocking, which we definitely need. Um, so as far as the Giants, we got it for a third-round third draft pick. This is why I say, you know, this is where Jay Oden, uh, you know, this was a personal trade theory comes in because it was also said that, and I'm not sure how, how much truth this is, but it was also said that the Packers offered us a second-round pick. For Waller. So sending him way to New York, I'm not sure. Honestly, I don't I, I don't under I really don't understand that if we pass up a second round pick. You know what I mean? But I don't get paid to try to figure out shit like that. Maybe more news will come out and see if we can figure this out. I know Josh Jacobs wasn't really fond about it. Uh encrypted te- um tweets from um from uh from our receiver. And it's like, I don't know what none of that shit means. I know Josh Jacobs tweeted, you know, shit was sad. And that could have been because of what happened with Waller. Um, But at the same time, if he's just saying that just because that was his boys, I totally get it. But if this thing is not able to stay on this field for us, what's the point of him being on our team? No disrespect, but it's like, dog, we really needed all our weapons on deck. And we didn't have that. For the most part, we didn't have him. We didn't have Winfro. You know, and I even heard that they were shopping Winfro. Now that one would hurt because I'm actually a I'm high on Winfro. I think he's one of the I want I think he's one of the dopest, one of the dopest slot receivers in the game right now. Like he he makes shit happen and he gets compliments from the top DBs. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm not just saying that because he's on my team. Yo, these DBs are saying no, that nigga's a nightmare the way that nigga moves in that slot. You know what I mean? He just gets open. And that's the thing. His nickname is Third and Winfro, <laughs> literally. You know what I mean? So that's our guy. And we know he dealt with uh, – it started with the Cardinals game where he had a concussion. He had the fumble turned over that led to uh, the end of the game and so on and so on. They say, he, say, he said he was injured. He should have never had been in the mix for that play. But, you know, Carr was relying on his guy. Um so, yeah, I mean, shout out to, like I said, shout out to my boy Dobby, shout out to 12 Cal, uh, Danny Dimes. Uh, hopefully he works out. Like, I, I said this, if he can stay healthy for majority of the season, if not all, then y'all win that trade because we don't, we got to pick. We got to turn that pick into something. That pick is, all that, all that pick is, is potential. You know what I mean? So we traded away. Uh, uh, a top five tight end who are at least a top five tight end in talent wise for a third round pick. You know what I mean? So we gotta, we gotta make that pick, uh, turn into something. You know, I'm not sure if we're going to package that pick for something or 
we're going to draft something good. That's that's where we hurt the most at is our draft picks. We got to learn how to draft better. And we've had some great picks within the past couple of years. You know, we got the Josh Jacobs. We had the Khalil Max and, and so on and so on. But, nah, man, we got to do better. And we got to draft a 1D. You know, we did get um, uh, Marcus Epps from, from Philly, uh, safety. And I'm not saying that's a game changer at all. You know what I'm saying? Um but I see them addressing the defense. But we also went to go get uh, Myers from from the Patriots. And I'm seeing right now that, like, yeah, I, I could definitely see um, Josh McDaniels doing a lot of deals with the Patriots, obviously, because we know what it is. And, I mean, I, the biggest thing is Garoppolo being the quarterback now. You know, Derek Carr is with the Saints. He will always be a Raider. But we got Garoppolo. Was I high on Garoppolo? No, I wanted to uh I wanted Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers sent the list to the Jets saying I want Lazard and I forgot what other receiver he said. It was another receiver that he had brought up that was um that a lot of people are looking at. And I can't really I can't really think of that name right now, but he said, yo, if Lazard goes to the Jets and we all get go get this other receiver, then I might end up signing with the Jets. So it looks like A-Rod might be signing with the Jets. It looked like he might be signing with the Jets. You know what I'm saying? So, because uh, Lazard is over there. Um, who else? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is no longer in L.A. He is headed to Miami. That boy went from went from Venice Beach to South <laughs> to South Beach real quick. Um, I guess that's dope for them. I'm not sure how much of that moves moves the needle, but I mean they got to worry about that shit over there in the NFC. I mean in the AFC East. So, um. Obviously, it makes Miami better, but how much better? They just got to stay healthy over there. I mean, every, shit, the, 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 the main thing is, nigga, you just got to stay healthy. At the end of the day, they got speed over there, but I want to say, dog, how much production you going to get out of... I, I don't know. It's something about me and cold weather with quarterbacks and, and receivers, and, and in today's game, it just don't seem like it. It just don't seem like it to me. You know what I mean? That's why I said, shit, it was a good thing for car to go to the saints because they play in a dome you know what i mean majority of the time they're gonna be inside of a dome but we're gonna see how that turns out as well man so shout out, shout out to goldie for y'all getting car now y'all about to really see what we was going through and hopefully he does better than what he did with the raiders um and that's it man i'm actually excited to see what's going to happen what i mean is my raiders are making moves but is it the right move like jay odin said it was like we are making moves, but it's like the one move that we're not making that we're seeing other teams make is they're creating salary cap space. They're creating space to uh, restructure some of these contracts to get some of these other players. You know what I mean? So that's the main thing. Unless we're banking on younger talent coming in and being productive early, uh, we haven't got we haven't done too much in the offseason. You know, I mean, well, I mean, that's that's a bit harsh. We have. I mean, we went to go get a quarterback. I know a lot of cats were saying, well, Garoppolo got the Niners to um, they got the Niners. He got the Niners to the playoffs. And he got the Niners uh, to to a Super Bowl. And I'm like, yeah, but that's with a defense, though. That's literally with a defense. What we don't have. All we did was get a defensive player 
in a safety who isn't one of the top safeties in the league. You know what I mean? So, and honestly, you you make your name by having a great scheme, by having a great coach that's calling those scheme plays. So until we get a defensive coordinator that's going to, you know, it doesn't, I, we got to wait and see what it's going to be. You know, because right now it's just we we're we're shuffling pay, players around. I'm not saying that we made some good. I'm not saying we made some some good moves that's going to get us to the next level. But I'm also not going to say that we made some bad moves. It's just some of these moves you got to wait and see. You know, Lamar Jackson is still out there. Not sure where he's going to end up. And Eddie Rod is currently still out there. That's interesting. You know, he got he's playing with he's playing with house money right now because he can go. Aaron Rodgers is the type of nigga that to go retire on y'all. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, shout out, man, shout out, March Madness. Next time y'all hear me, I'm not sure what round we'll be, and we're probably being what? Nah, not the Sweet Six. We won't be in the Sweet Sixteen, will we? We might be in. Yeah, I think no, we we might be close to the Sweet Sixteen by the time. Uh, we come back by the time I open up the gym, but we'll see, man. Y'all tap in, man. And oh, look forward to tomorrow, which would be in the podcast world. That'd be Thursday for y'all. I got a great show coming up uh, on BTG for president with my boy Greggy. I want y'all to check that out because we go, we have a nice little banter back and forth about not the the nineties and the early two thousands. Oh man, the hoes gone. Love this. <laughs> All right, man. Open road with BTG. I'll holler at y'all. Oh, man. I, and did y'all see what Gilbert Arena said, the true story behind the veto? Oh, man. I might have to hold on to that until next week. That was golden. That was golden. But again, you know, the, you know they're going to stop the Lakers from winning one way or the other. 